This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hold up. That's right. Welcome in. Hour two on the block. I'm Austin. He is Strick. This hour and every hour, every hour of every day of our show here on the block brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. You can find him at 27th and Pine Lake. You can also order online at maryellens.com. Again, for those that missed it, I'm disappointed. There's Mary Ellen's Food here last night. I had to jet out of here to get to uh, the coaching <laughs> practice. The kids weren't as young as the video I think you're laughing at right now, Strick. They're older than that. They're a little more mature. Uh, but anyways, Mary Ellen's food is great. We're laughing at oh, third graders. Oh, good God. Those kids are acting wild. They what are they wilding. doing? This is, this is that next year. Look, we used to, like, I think I'd low-key talk stuff, but, you know, only if the crowd got at me. It's like, you know, I went and got busy, did my thing, put up my numbers, and went home because I knew I was that guy. The kids these days are hilarious. They're watching way too much John Morant, way <laughs> too much NBA and the stuff that they're doing at this age. And the referees are letting them get away with it. It's hilarious. I, I love it, though. You got to love it. I, I just retweeted <laughs> it at Austin underscore Ormana. Give Strick a follow, too, at Eastrick 20. Oh, my goodness. My buddy even thought about that. I'm benched immediately. Yo. Yeah. Number one, I wasn't good enough to actually be acting like that, so I yeah. I totally admit that. But it's the third graders. They're different. <laughs> Telling the other kids they're too small. You're too, you're too, too little, small. young Get fella. Garby, too small. The, the dance head, moves. Threes. The mellow. Mellowing. And the <laughs> dancing crazy. in the huddle. Like oh They're, they're walking gosh. in. This kid's just dancing. Ooh, that's hilarious. Um, Listen, uh, there's one thing I did do, though. Like I used to, I used to get a lot of heckling sometimes, you know, and I, you know, I, I, I could, I could shut a crowd down a little mm -hmm. bit, but one of the things that I used to, um, what I did that some people may not know is I chose to go to Nebraska very early. Mm -hmm. Like my, after my junior year, I pretty much said I was going to do that. And mm -hmm. I did that not because of what transpired in that move, but I did it because I just wanted to focus on who. I didn't want to – I wasn't going to be playing bat football, so I wanted to just really just focus without recruiting, letters, calls. It's even worse now. You get texts. You got all kinds of ways that they can touch you now. Mm -hmm. So what was funny was once people knew that I was going to Nebraska, away games became <laughs> near home games for me. Like, I went and played in Grand Island, I remember one time, in Fremont, and, and there's a few other places that I played in, and they it was like they were cheering for me if I, like, dunked <laughs> on their team and stuff like that. It was the most hilarious thing. Thanks to for have the beatdown, Mr. Strickland. Do it again yeah, tomorrow. It was hilarious. That was some of the funniest stuff that I ever witnessed. Like, I felt like, oh, wow, this is crazy. It even made me more uh, excited about going to Nebraska because really the Nebraska fans are phenomenal. I think they deserve – they deserve a good 2023. The Nebraska fans deserve, across the board, women's to men's. I don't care if it's track and field. Shout out to the wrestling team yeah. in the top 25, doing wonderful. 
Uh, women's basketball is kind of having a topsy-turvy. But, but listen, the Big Ten and women's basketball is tough, so it's, it's not an easy road. Um, softball had a tremendous run. Got to get baseball back on track. But I remember, Austin, what campus was like when everything was rolling. And I would love to see, now that I'm back in the state, I would love to see that for the Nebraska fans once again. Just wherever you walk, you walk with your head high. They still do that anyway because Nebraska fans are some of the best. Proud enough. But they walk with their head high knowing that when they show up, that there's probably going to be a W that that arrives on that scoreboard. And I love it. So I'm hoping they get back to that. Regardless of the sport. You know, you hear all these things thrown out. Uh, Football school. This is football school. This is a basketball school. Why does it have to be like that? It shouldn't have to be like that. I mean, no. you guys were good, and the football team was good. Yeah. They're not mutually exclusive. Yeah, absolutely, Austin. So I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that for the fans this year. Um, it's a struggle right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, injuries are hurting the basketball team and really making a tough run. But I will say this: that the the blueprint is set for them. Mm-hmm. Look at Rutgers. Why, why, sure, why not sure. you? Mm-hmm. Why not you? Mm-hmm. You play the same style. Why not you? But again, the mm-hmm. blueprint is take care of home. Go and clip. I mean, we've been talking about it. Mm-hmm. Go and clip what you can get on the road, and they're doing the dang thing. And they're one of the only ones to do what? Do what Nebraska should have been first to do, and that <laughs> was clip Purdue. Right. Oh, they were right there. Yeah. Right there. Uh, a couple things on the starter of Hay- starter Heyman text line 402-464-5685. Uh, back to shootout. Uh, Thunder Not Collins says, Austin is wrong. Sammy G just crossed 1,000 points this season. Correct, he did. Uh, the question was just at Nebraska, though. Uh, players who scored a thousand points only at Nebraska. So yes, a big accomplishment for Sam uh, Isaac Copeland, another one of those guys that scored his thousandth point at Nebraska, uh, but not all of them were for that. And then Ben asks, "Where does Lance Jeter fall in the history of Nebraska basketball?" Uh, ben, clarify a little bit. Lance Jeter was darn good. Mm-hmm. I remember watching yeah, him. Yeah, he was big body, strong too. Strong guard had yeah. a good uh, overseas career, didn't he? I think he played for a while. Yeah, yeah, he did. Thunder not Collins, yes, you're right, man. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to just pass over what you sent out. Uh, you're absolutely right. It was close, so I did not, <laughs> I did not go there. It was close, but yeah, yeah. And I won't tease the the Charmin guy. Okay, go ahead. There you go. Um, then uh, shout out someone else says uh, awesome. Good to see you join the team. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's uh, nice to be yeah. here. You guys have been great. I appreciate the interaction, and uh, it's been fun. It is going to be a nice run. Um, we start the year. Um, we started last year with Nate. We start this year with you. Um, I love the fresh start. I love the fresh voice. I love the fresh uh, insight. Um, great knowledge. Great knowledge of of, of well rounded aspect of sports. And uh, so I'm glad I'm glad I was able to be able to be your partner, mm-hmm. and uh, that we were able to meet and enjoy this time together. We have a great group of of blockheads, man. They. They, they, they are there, they chime in, they tap in, uh, they lock in, and whenever I forget something or wherever <laughs> I don't know something, a movie or whatever, they are on it. And so I love you guys, man. We all love you guys here. Um, 93.7 The Ticket at uh, here on the block at 2 to 4. We thank the, the streaming lines always. We are always cognizant of you guys as well on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. So we're always cognizant of you guys as well. For sure. Uh, one other thing on the text line before we get to uh, NBA by cell for a little bit here. Uh, Wet Blanket says, I was 16 years old in the 91-92 basketball season. I drove from Lincoln to Omaha every Friday to either watch Strick or Woolridge. I had never seen talent like them in Nebraska before. 
Yeah. You started something strict. No, that was Burning that was blanket. a fun time. And and those and and, and what Wet Blanket was, was saying, like, um, this is how intense it was. Like, you can go to some high school games now, and there'll be some good crowds in there. It'll be packed, mm-hmm. but there there I have yet to see one like what I witnessed when we played Benson at Bellevue West. Rico would remember. Rico, Rico, chime in. We're gonna get Rico on because he would remember. Uh, Rico, I was just sharing that we've seen a lot of high school basketball, and over the years, you can attest to it. I've been gone a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but there was nothing like that Benson Bellevue West game at Bellevue West, where the crowd was like it was like the 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 sh- I mean the uh, fire department came, but they <laughs> didn't stop it. So they had to open the doors. They opened the outside doors. People were standing outside. Dang near, other than the baseline, was full, and and it was a line where you enter in and you pay your tickets. That was full with people, and every seat, there was not a seat in the house, and uh, it was a tremendous game. You remember that? At Bellevue West? At Bellevue West. Yeah, I do. I do. I remember Benson used to be athletic as all get out. They were, they were one of the few teams that I can remember that I'm pretty sure everybody on their roster could dunk and not just regular dunk i mean (laughs) there was about four dudes who were going between the legs and i'm like dude these are high schoolers what is going on right now that one and then just the year of of um chucky and hunter's senior year that those those two battling it out bellevue west miller north just fantastic yeah just amazing and i don't think we're ever going to see anything like those two ever again like you had two legit Power five division one basketball players going going after each other night in and or not night in and night out, but whenever they would face each other, and then they face each other in the state title game two years in a row, and it's just just a glorious sight. Absolutely. And listen, um keep your eyes on someone that's doing a tremendous job right now, and that is Latrell Wrightsell Jr. Mm-hmm. who's down at Cal State Fullerton. Mm-hmm. He is having a tremendous season. And I still can't understand how he got out of Omaha, how he got out of Creighton, how the young man, keep your eyes on him, keep your eyes on him. Uh, shout out to Latrell Sr. who played at Creighton. And uh, their family have been longtime friends with them. Um, great group, but keep your eyes on him because he he may be on the move. 16 points, four rebounds, three assists a game, four if not a perennial NCAA tournament team, they're in that conversation yeah. year yeah. in, year out. One of my close friends went there. Great supporter, Cedric Sabalas. He's also mm-hmm. been on the block. Um, yeah, man. Cal State Fullerton, keep your eyes on him. Here's one thing I want to ask you, too, before we do the uh, the NBA buy-sell. This got brought up yesterday, and we're on recruiting in that front. Jay was talking about how Kansas State walked up to his front door, offered him a bag. You said you shut your recruiting down early. Did anyone come in you know, with a bag? No. Bag of cash. No. You shut it down and that was that. No, let me just say it like this. Nebraska is probably the cleanest program in the nation. Uh none of that none of that uh, occurred. I and and still to this day I'm probably the greatest walk on in Nebraska basketball history. Because I, I wasn't on scholarship. <laughs> it was the it was the it was probably the greatest thing that Danny Nee probably heard out of my mouth that he didn't have to pay for me. <laughs> sure, sure. But any any other school from the outside try to come in and change your mind? No, some green? no, no. I think the 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 closest thing is I, I remembered, like I said, um, 
talking with Rex Wal. I mean, uh, not Rex Walters, but with uh, uh, Roy Williams mm-hmm. after the Kansas game, mm-hmm. and he he had acknowledged actually uh, Mark Turgeon, who used to be the um, uh, Maryland coach. Mm-hmm. He was recruiting me at the time, and um, you know they said, "Man, Strick, you know, because I was probably working him out or something." <laughs> he says, "Man, we wish we wish we should have just stayed the course and got you, but once we got Rex Walters, we we had to, you know, we felt we had." that position field. So that was how it went with that. You know, otherwise that probably would have been the only other place I might've considered going was probably Kansas at that time. There you have it. NBA buy sell. What do you got? NBA buy sell, man. There's a lot of stuff out there right now to, to consider. I mean, the, the, this has been Austin. It's been a long time since you've seen this kind of parody across the board, right? Mm-hmm. Normally you'll see domination on one side or the other. Um, you know, one group is really just kind of taking over and, and, and just just dominating. I think there's a lot of parity. Obviously the East has just a little bit more uh, juice up to this point. But one of the things that you continue to see right now is after a slow start, the freaking Brooklyn Nets just keep creeping up the board. Mm-hmm. Seven and seven, uh, seven and three in their last ten. But the Boston Celtics, led by uh, Jason Tatum, is absolutely phenomenal. It's going to be interesting to look at what um, that showdown uh, comes down to. But here's the thing I want to throw out to you: Demar Derozan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does he move by or sell? He moves by the trade deadline. No, I'm going to make it even more interesting. Demar Derozan. Or Zach Levine. Buy or sell that DeMar DeRozan goes before Zach Levine. Okay, so DeMar should have the rest of this season and the next season on his contract. Mm -hmm. What's Levine's deal like? I think Levine is more into his – I think he may have three left. You know, take a look. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, signed, uh, la- yeah, last July. So still four. Four left. Seasons. That's attractive if I'm trading for Zach Levine. But in that case, if I'm Chicago, I want a lot back. Um, man, I don't know. Here, here's a fascinating question on that. If you're either the Suns or the Nuggets, do you look at Levine as a Devin Booker or Jamal Murray fill-in? No, you don't. I don't. I think he's just more athletic. I don't think he has that that same type of craftiness, shiftiness in his game. He's very straight line to me. Okay. Can get it done. Can mm-hmm. shoot. You know, do different things like that. But yeah, I I, I don't see him as that type. No. Okay. But I will. Uh... I will throw this out at you. Um, if, if the injury by herself, if the injury to spider mm-hmm. continues, do they drop out of the top, um, you know, do they fall into the playoff, uh, category? I mean, not play the, the play in category without him before all-star break. You mentioned that parody and I think they do right now. They're in the five seed. They're three games up on the Knicks, four on the heat. Uh, five on the Pacers, and that that seven, eight, nine separated all by a game, game and a half with the Hawks, which who knows what's going on down in Atlanta. That's not Ooh, a pretty situation. That is not a pretty situation. So, yeah, without Spida, I do think at least the Knicks would pass them. 
I trust Jimmy Butler and his track record. Even if he's not playing every night, if the Heat are in that discussion, Jimmy Butler will be out there uh, bully balling his way to win. So, yeah, if, if Donovan Mitchell misses another month, yes, absolutely, Cavs are a play-in team. Buy or sell LaMelo Ball leave Charlotte? At some point, yeah. Bye. <laughs> it's not to Golden State. They, they have buyer's remorse or not buyer's remorse on uh, passing on him. But, yeah, I do think eventually LaMelo finds his way out of Charlotte. And I think it's on the West Coast. Oh, you think he goes back West? I, I'll call my shot. I think he corrects the uh, – the Lakers sins with Lonzo Ball. Mm, he goes to the Lake Show. Mm, interesting. Uh, we have a couple things we'll throw out to the text line real quick. Wow, Austin kind of – I know he's got something he's he's just brewing up over there. <laughs> um, texter 9346 says, was Danny Nee let go too soon in 2000? I think so. I think they should have kept Danny Nee. Danny Nee was probably one of the best recruiters in – in understanding what Nebraska was, getting them in here, and getting the most out of them. I thought that he was the guy. Now, Danny Nee was not the greatest XO guy. That's why he surrounded himself with guys that did that well, and that's why we had success. I think where we lacked success and probably why we didn't win more in the um, in the NCAA tournament was because Danny had a takeover. Dan- Danny's ego was 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 next level, right? Ah, okay. So so all through the season, he let everybody do what they do. But then we get into the tournament, and he's a takeover. It's Danny, need time. It's my time, and I think that's probably some of the hindrances that we had there. Um, now, uh, John Squire says on the text line, uh, "I'd like to ask Strick if he wouldn't have played." professional basketball would he have chosen to play football or baseball i really think he could have done any of the three strick was a joy to watch play when he played in high school definitely the bo jackson of nebraska athletics john and lincoln um john um at the time i think okay so let me just say let me then let me preface it like this i was best at football Okay. Okay. That was the bet that was my best sport by far. Playing safety, right? You said? <clears throat> well, so I was a top I was a top ten receiver in the country at that okay. time. Okay. Um I could catch anything as you threw in my way, but I was a hybrid. I was what Aaron Hernandez is now. Uh, I was like okay. Pitts is right now. I was okay. one of those, you know, um kind of uh, inline tight end. Jimmy Graham's yeah. I was one of those type of guys because I didn't have blazing speed. I ran great routes, and if you, threw it in my, if you threw it in my area, it was caught. You know what I mean? I was very wise as to, okay, this is what you're trying to do. You're trying to go over the top of me. Okay, I see where I need to sit or I see what I need to run. You know, I knew, I knew those type of new, uh, uh, things about it. Um, baseball, I was worst at. But baseball, I saw the most promise. Here's why. Hmm. Baseball – for the Marlins at the time, being that it was a new franchise. So mm-hmm. we came in two years before the major league team even came about. So, okay. so there was no one that was established. It wasn't like going with the Yankees and you had Davis, <laughs> Ju- David justice sitting there in right field, mm-hmm. so forth and so on. So, there wasn't an establishment of anybody ahead of me which could have provided opportunity to move up and mobility quickly, right? So that would have probably been the next uh, thing. I loved basketball the most because I felt that basketball gave me everything Mm -hmm. that all the sports encompassed every part of the sport for me, meaning 
um, the cerebral part of baseball because in baseball you've got to be thinking multiple plays, situations. You're always thinking about that ahead of time, right? Mm-hmm. The Engage ball gets hit. The ball's not coming your way. Even when the ball's not coming, the ball's hit down third. If the guy's on first, you got to be thinking about all these different plays and where the ball's going to go. If it's hit here, if it's hit short, where am I going? You know, you got to be always cerebrally thinking. Um, basketball. Uh, oh, football gave me the physicality. I love to bump and grind. I love to hit. I loved all those aspects. So playing in a very physical era of basketball, that I felt football part of it, and I felt that basketball at that era was an encompassing of all those aspects. Love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I did have a couple NBA buy-sell, but people don't care. We got Steve Sippel coming up next. So let's take a break. We'll get Sip on the horn, and we'll hear from him right after this. 